coming to CuriosityStream. Go on an adventure, 66 million years in the making, with Dino Week. From new discoveries about the dinosaurs we thought we knew, to the mind-blowing species still being unearthed, and the controversial discovery that could rewrite history. Did dinosaurs survive longer than imagined? Dino Week on CuriosityStream. And with monthly, annual, and bundled pricing plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com. Hi, Utations, everybody. Welcome in today for episode 89 of the Podwans podcast. I'm your host, Char Char J, joined by my co-host, Luke. How's it going, everybody? And Harith Productions. Welcome back, everyone. Hope everyone's having a great Thursday night. Today, we're going to be discussing Season 3, Episode 4 of Star Wars Rebels, also known as the Antilles Extraction. We're going to be discussing an undercover mission with Sabine and her meeting Wedge Antilles and a whole bunch of fun stuff within undercover missions in the Imperial Academy. We have two guests on today to talk about the Antilles Extraction. Luke, Harris, you ready to get the show on the road? Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's go. <sighs> The Jedi Knights are all but destroyed, and yet your task is not complete, Inquisitor. The Emperor has foreseen a new threat rising against him. The Podwans Podcast. And we are back. Okay, so our first guest coming on today to talk about the Antilles Extraction. He has been on our show. I think the most out of any guest we've ever had on Podwans. Yeah, um, I think so. I think so. I think he he takes the throne with the most guest appearances on our show. He even hosted our show at one point. It was for the Mason Jar Jar arc in season six of Clone Wars. Let's bring in. Let's bring in one third of Rogue Council. Chase at Ford into the black. Wedger, I never met her. (laughs) (laughs) That is a callback to a conversation that we had a while back. Um, thanks, Chase. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Actually. Uh, Chase, uh, thanks for coming on. What, where can the good people find you? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, can we run it back real quick? Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> you... <laughs> uh, you can find me on TikTok and on Twitch at Forward Into the Black. Awesome. 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 And then our second guest coming on today. She is by far the biggest wedge fan i know no offense chase i don't know if you're uh but she oh, makes no, they're, they're it, she makes it more abundant and a huge big dark lighter fan so everything involving x-wing pilots these this guy right here and our next guest are aficionados in let's bring in kells at discount sansa stark <laughs> nice i did get the figure out Appreciate Kels, it. How Kels. you doing? There he is. I'm doing great. So, I'm Kels, also um, my wedge shirt. Nice. <laughs> oh, and also, um, before you, uh, before I ask you where can the good people find you, you mind showing the good people what I sent you a few months back? Oh fuck! It's upstairs. <laughs> I knew that was coming, Char. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted okay. to see. So, uh, okay. just to give you. So, I gave. I got her a. Uh, I believe it's a. 31 out of 99 autographed yeah. Dennis Lawson Wedge Antilles trading card. Yeah. So, uh, and as of recording know. this, I'm meeting Dennis Lawson in 13 days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's going to be amazing. And, <laughs> um, Are you just, doing I'm, that photo op? Yeah. 
Can I can I get in line with you even if I don't have the photo op? No, I. Well, a group of us are just gonna surround like after they're done, and we're gonna be like, right, we need to see this. I'm just gonna pass out as soon as I walk out. It's, yeah. Incredible. It's gonna be bad. Yeah, Incredible. let me find me when you're getting in line, and I'll see if I can sneak in. Oh yeah. So Kels, uh, where can the good people find you on social media? Uh, on uh, Discount Sons of Stark on TikTok and Sons of Skywalkers on Instagram and Twitter. Awesome. Yeah. So um, I know Luke has an icebreaker question, but uh, I just want to jump in this and say, what are you two most excited about for today's episode? Wedge. Like just in general. Yeah, just talking he's about the, Wedge. Yeah, he's yeah. the only Star Wars character ever. Yeah, just everybody wedge. else are a bunch of chumps. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could, I could, it's kind of go figure when it comes to, you know, what yeah. character you're looking I, for, but what, uh, I'd say he's one of two. There's the only two characters that matter in Star Wars is Wedge Antilles and Saw Gerrera. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad they oh, never, man. well, maybe they canonically did meet. No, they did. They definitely did. I choose to believe they met each other. That's fair. That's probably yeah, possible. They, they could, yeah, it, it's they, possible they did. Uh, yeah, it works. I mean, yeah, because Wedge was a part line, of the rebellion yeah. at that point, so like you know. But wasn't Saw like kind of like? Well, Saw was just doing his. Well, he was doing his own thing, but you know, yeah. Wedge could have just like run into him. It could. It could. But no, yeah. Uh, so we're gonna be talking. So the icebreaker question. Um, it in. Don't tell me I don't have it. Uh, go? <laughs> Luke oh God, needs to I pull up the doc. It's, it, this is the running pattern with every pod one. <laughs> I absolutely hate myself right now. What? No, that's not the right one. You want to run it back? No, we are not running it back. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I'm not running it back. Can we all start right, it over okay. all the way? Okay, all right, all right. So uh, we see uh, the we see Fulcrum. Uh, my question, the icebreaker question is, if you had the chance to be a Fulcrum agent, mm-hmm. would you do it? And why would you do it? I would do it, but I would send false information just to fuck with everyone. Uh, <laughs> I guess that tracks. That tracks. That's fair. But then, like, the rebellion. <laughs> but, but, like... like- would you be know. working inside... Would you be working inside the Empire? Because Fulcrum agents aren't just imperial they don't just work inside of the imperial and like in like they're not just in the empire like they're... yeah i mean ahsoka started and she was never part of the empire yeah i mean the he... rebels do you you tired man yeah yeah rebels yeah sorry you know what i mean you know what i meant but also Kelsey, there... when, you said, when you said you're like i'm spreading misinformation i'm like like the time you said wedge was in resistance and no. I was like, hell, they're not in resistance no, at all. No, Hayden told me she saw Wedge in it. Turns out it was just a person in a green helmet. I'm like, that's not the right helmet. She's like, I'm sorry. I got your hopes up. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah, I was yeah. like, no. Chase <laughs> is like, nah, I don't remember that. Nah. I don't remember Wedge being there. Um, but yeah, uh, Let's uh, let's, but let's get into the story of episode uh, three. No, it, no, episode four. four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, people. Want to run it back? Uh, 
I don't want to run it back. <laughs> you can run it back. That's right. Episode four, the Intilli's instruction. We're going to talk about the story of this episode. I'm pretty right. sure I've I've said it before, but the fact that that intro is green and the font it just looks like a dollar bill. <laughs> should we okay. should we make a petition to the to, to Congress to have Luke be on the hundred dollar bill? <laughs> I don't. I don't, I don't the CIA I don't. is just gonna burst through Luke's window. <laughs> well, you're see some beer you can't use that. <laughs> You see That's a guy with a lightsaber, like, hey, who's this guy? Oh my god, <laughs> I am uh, the Senate. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so uh, today we're going to be talking about the Antilles extraction with the two biggest wedge fans that we know. Uh, before we get started in the story, I wanted to talk about uh, when we started doing this doc. Chase, I, I don't know, remember if it was Kels or Chase, but I think it was me. In quote, in quotes, <laughs> and I will read it. For, Verbatim. Hold on. Moment, please. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. March 30th, the Antilles extraction. Kels, Chase, brackets. This episode is fine without pod once. We have it covered. <laughs> End quote. Um, pretty sure that was Chase. Um, that is fair because. Well, it sounds I, like you. There you go. <laughs> See you guys. Um, but uh so now we'll get into the the, the uh the story of it. Um so we see Sabine, uh like they get Fulcrum's message about uh uh pilots wanting to defect from the Empire. Um Sabine is selected for this uh mission, and weirdly Ezra is like upset about it. Like, and I'm like, I'm, I'm like, like that you're too like, recognizable at this point, my guy. Yeah, like, yeah. It, just because, just because you got a buzz cut doesn't mean like you like you're <clears> still <throat> recognize. Like you're more like at least with Sabine, she's less recognizable, and she was also part of colored hair. Yeah, yeah, and she was also in the Imperial Ca- Academy. Also, so remove her Mandalorian thing. armor. She's not recognizable. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, so, the buzz found- cut is not the move. For Ezra. Yeah, no, absolutely not. I totally agree with that. Um, <laughs> but like it, Ezra kind of was like very. I was like jokingly, I was like, "Wow, Ezra's being a real misogynist right now." He wants about, his main character moment. Yeah, yeah. You gotta wait a couple of seasons. You gotta wait one more season <laughs> for that big one, buddy. But um, so she infiltrates the uh the um. I can't even remember what the planet is. Sky Strike Academy. Uh, and uh, lo and behold, uh, Callus and Governor Price uh, show up, and this is kind of like a bigger episode for Governor Price, um, because we just had like a small little like of her asking for the Seventh Fleet, and then Thrawn coming in in the first episode of this season. Um, uh, she's able to meet Wedge and Javi, uh, and Javi. they end up they end up losing. I can't remember what the other. Yes. They lose rays, right? Isn't that, yeah. That's what it, yeah. he. They, I love the fact that they're all just like going through, and then like Pride is, Price is just like, okay, destroy that one. Like, ooh, that's a that's that's not okay. Uh, Sabine ends up getting out of the trap, 
uh, Javi and Wedge end up making it with Sabine back to the Rebellion, and that's the start of Wedge's career in the Rebellion. Um, Javi and Wedge are, are dating at this point. Convinced. That's I, yeah. I'm more convinced that even up until like the rise of Skywalker, like Sabine and Wedge are constantly like sending notes to each other from their, <laughs> from their starships. Yeah. Like, hey, buddy, it's, how like, are you it's, doing? Yeah, it's just like it's just like funny. Like they're they're sending the like hollow net equivalent of TikToks to each other like daily, daily. No, yeah, because Wedge still thinks about it. Because in Resistance Reborn, which is right before Rise of Skywalker, like he's out doing missions and it remembers Sabine coming to pick him up. So like, I need to read that. Yeah, it's so good. Oh my god, yeah. Um. So speaking of Wedge, how does Wedge's experiences as a Tie Fighter pilot help him in the Rebellion moving forward? Look. Well, uh... I think more because like he says he was doing cargo running, you know, previous to this, like when he was yep. younger, which is like uh, to bring it to like modern military, like a lot of like crop pilot kids that grew up as crop pilots, mm-hmm. um, like make it into like military. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. That's how like a lot of like, especially in like countries that aren't the US uh, get a lot of their pilots as their crop pilots. So, yeah, it's like a, a pretty like fighter pilot pipeline almost of uh, these like utilitarian roles and then he gets thrown and he's like i'm bored with this i'm a young kid that needs more i'm like you fly shit for a living like <laughs> what more do you need my guy <laughs> but he's like no nah, there, there's more for me out there and, yeah. like this. <laughs> i'm done and then, and then he just starts killing poor people <laughs> oh, Christ. um <laughs> like from a military standpoint, though, I th- I feel like he it, it gives him the edge in uh, space battles. You know, well, yeah, yeah. He's, he's literally the only one besides Luke that survives the first Death Star attempt on Yavin. Ah, he's the true. only like, he's the only person besides Luke and Han <laughs> to survive that. So, and I mean, it's it's kind of important because like. It, now with Wedge part of the Rebellion, he can look at tactics that they have used. Like, he has a lot of intel, if you think about it. like He's a very smart little guy. His, his, his like, military knowledge of what the Imperial Navy does, like, day in, day out. Because he sees the every everyday things, you know what I mean? So they can utilize him in that way of, like, hey, Wedge, what, what, what's the weaknesses on this ship? Or what... How can we be better prepared if this happens? Like, I feel like he's a very, he was a very useful tool to the Rebellion at that, that they didn't really have up until that point. Well, right? I mean, they lost all of those, basically, at that point, they lost all the A-wings they had yep. at the beginning of the episode. So they really needed someone, you know, anyone. And then they got the golden boy. Exactly. He's the one that ends up blowing up the second Death Star. So you know what? Yeah, he he blew up Yay. the first one. And was like, let's do that again. Let's do that again. <laughs> but this time, I'm gonna fly into it. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pull up. <laughs> I'm not gonna pull up like Luke did. I'm gonna be oh, I'm a big dick energy and go into that thing and blow it up from the inside. Oh my god. They got that clutch factor. Oh, he definitely yeah. rubs that in Luke's face for the rest of their life. He's like, yeah, you That's just kind of skimmed it. Face. Yeah, he's like you skimmed it. I went into it. 
Like, and then Luke comes back and he's like, yeah, but. Yeah, but. Yeah, yeah, but. Like, Mine's uh, no, Luke, impact. I took out the North Tower. What did you do? You do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and Luke's and Luke's like, oh, I just faced my father and redeemed him. You know, hey, just, just nothing just big. Helping I, I, nothing just helping the galaxy. You know, like, I just like get on my level. No, yeah, Wedge, Wedge still, Wedge still thinks he's he's superior, and it's well, just like Luke is just like, you know what? I'm gonna let you have this one. Do you think? Do you think Luke brags about? redeeming anakin or do you think he like uh, lies no. about it it's like no i killed vader and the emperor oh, what are you gonna no, do about no, it no he's very modest about it until talking to wedge i i i say i saved i redeemed darth vader like i saw him kill the emperor and then wedge like everybody else leaves and wedge comes in and goes yeah I fucking killed Darth Vader, man. And, then <laughs> and the Emperor. I soloed both yeah, of them. What are you going to do about yeah, it? I soloed <laughs> both these chumps. What did you do? Just pull up Death Star? Oh, I've done that too. And then he just away. And Wedge is just like, every time, every interaction. But it's uh, fine. Then they just start, like, making out and fuck. I was going to say, uh, why, was, why did I go the same route? Then they start hate fucking. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's just typical boyfriend behavior, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. No. Um, Harith, Char, you got anything to really add on that one? On that question about the intel and how he's, how his uh, uh, experiences in the Empire kind of helped him in the Rebellion? Well, I mean, if you're ever a part of the opposing faction, like take Finn, for example, like without Finn, the resistance aim went in that battle on Starkiller Base without That's a true. doubt, because I mean, every single time when there's a defector of the opposing side, they have vital information and tactics that they they didn't have before. So with Wedge having that, because I mean, Wedge is not the only defector. I mean, obviously, we get Hobby in this episode, who is uh Sorry, I'm disappointed you didn't note the notable one as well. I'm disappointed in you. I was going to bring it up, but you can, you can go. Oh, no, no, you can talk after me. Um, but we see Hobby in this episode, who was Luke's wingman during the Battle of Hoth. And uh, it's just understanding your enemy is like one of the best things to do. But when you're also were once a part of them, that just makes it way better. And easier for your faction. So Yeah. Merith? I'm just disappointed in you, Char. Wait, Harry, I'm not mad. Who are, are, are you thinking of right now? I'm also thinking of some other de important defector, but is it the same you, one? Yeah, we can say it in three. All right, three, Wait, two, one. Thank Kyro. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Which, who recruits Thane? Wedge and Dillies! Interconnectedness, baby! Alright, 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 alright. That scene yep. was for me and me only, by the way. Yeah. Oh my god. You, you know, yeah. it is what it is. It uh, is. <laughs> but also in this episode, uh, like I said earlier, we get to see a little bit more of Governor Price and Callus. Uh, yes, Alanis is like poking her ears up. She heard the nerd name Callus, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but in this episode, uh, we we see Governor Price kind of belittle Callus, uh, like saying, uh, maybe I can teach you a few things uh, to help you not be a failure. You know, <laughs> like stuff like, and and it's, it's yes, we know that Callus has been, has had doubts since 
the um after the um, since he cuddled with Zeb. Yeah, since yeah, he cuddled with Zeb. Awakening. Uh, and I, maybe that's the first. Sh- I think that's the first shoe to drop, for sure, for Callus. But, um. How do you think their relationship impacts his decision to betray the Empire? I don't. I don't think uh, Price is like any driving force for Callus. I think it's the Empire at whole, and just like you know that one. You know, having to going back a couple episodes, like you know, having to spend time with Zeb, someone he really like, he had a rivalry with. And realizing he had a rivalry for essentially no no good reason, and that he was fighting for the wrong side, and I think uh, Erica and later Thrawn are just piling things on top of him that are just kind of causing him to go further and further away from the Empire. Kels, I know it's not a wedge centered centered question. <laughs> I couldn't make it all about wedge because okay. I know I I know Harith has got something and probably Chardas too, so. Oh, but your thoughts on on kind of like Callus's whole turning and I mean I feel like just at this point he's realizing how annoying people in the Empire are because Price is just like annoying and he's and he's like you just got here like ma'am w- stop shut up <laughs> like, just... yeah but um Harith Char Char you want to go or no you go ahead I I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> Okay. You talk first. I talk first. I was gonna say, well, mainly, like, I feel like, like, like you said, like, it's season two. He's already thinking about it. But I feel like this is the event that kind of just pushes him over the edge a little bit. This is like the like the last straw of like everything. He's like, you know what? Because you get the moment with him and Sabine when he's like, yep. he's like, Zeb saved me. This is my like, like we're even now. I'll give you an opening. Go. Well, I mean, he's already Fulcrum at this point. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, us as the audience shouldn't know no that by bad. now but yeah but yes he is fulcrum i mean it's kind of interesting we haven't we don't really i would think it and this would be a good idea for people to write a book let's get a like the like the timeline between season two and season three of callus like kind of just finally just being like no nah, i'm fulcrum wait i have a really good idea Building on top of that, what if we got short storybooks of each Fulcrum character and like oh. short stories as them? As Ooh, Fulcrum. that'd be cool. So we get like an Ahsoka story, and a Cassian Andor story, and a Callus story. Yes. And yeah, then, and then I mean, you yeah. can, you can. I mean, you. We don't really know who all were Fulcrum agents. You could throw in like, I mean, they could obviously throw in like somebody that's uh, also a big name. And just, I mean, it's canon. They can pretty much do whatever they want and make them a fulcrum agent as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I like that idea. I think that would be interesting, especially for kind of building out characters and whatnot. So, um, but really, is there anything else that you guys want to touch on since uh, in the story that maybe I I, I might have missed, like some big <clears throat> point? I mean, here? I think it's I think it's interesting. Like you kind of see two perspectives, like with Callus and with Wedge when uh, Wedge and Sabine are in the simulator and they're getting orders to fire on a disabled ship. Um, and they're like, whoa, no, 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 no. That's not even, that's not even Imperial protocol at this point. Like we, there's, there's something we have to do here. And they're like, no, you're going to destroy it. You got to fire upon it. And, you know, so that's like, obviously we find out later that Wedge is like already wanting to get out, but he's in the same position. I think Callus is like that. No, none of this is good. None of this is right. I need to get out. 
So I think it's I think it's cool that Callus is in this episode, and the episode starts with the, his fulcrum transmission uh, after the A wings are destroyed in the cargo ship, and then we see again we see the parallel with the two characters of like just being fed up with all the bullcrap in the Empire. Yeah, Kels, I'm giving you like free reign to talk about Wedge. <laughs> I, I think it's been like a hot second see. since I watched the episode. I was gonna watch it, <laughs> uh, but right. like I was at work until like super late, so I didn't have time to watch it. But no, it's all good. Yeah, so like I know what happens, but the details are fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> all good, all good. Whoa. Well, Nathan, I just think it's really fun when I found out Nathan Kress yes. voices Wedge. <laughs> that was like backstory. Who is that? Freddy from oh, Freddy from my girlie. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. That is wow. Fred Word. Yeah. Fred wow. Wedge. Yeah. Fred Wedge. Fred Wedge. Yeah. And which I do think, honestly, he could do live action Wedge during like like a younger Wedge. Yeah, or kind of like well, because he's I mean, he's now in his like probably thirties. So he could yeah, do he's... like New Republic era Wedge if he want if he wanted to. I would not be opposed to it. Interesting. Well, that's going to be the end of my segment. Now we are going to talk about the lore with Shark. Boys, screw this up. Become a part of this podcast. You've constructed the ability to tell three interesting facts is insignificant next to the power of the lore. And we dive into the lore of the Antilles extraction. So today's lore is I am the spy. Oh, yeah. Get, get. Oh. What about Brendel? All right, anyway. In this, <laughs> in this episode, we see an undercover mission ensue with Sabine Wren trying to extract Imperial defectors. In Star Wars, going undercover is one of the most recurring tasks in the franchise. Some examples. Sabe being the decoy for Queen Amidala during the Phantom Menace. Cassian Andor going on the Al-Aldani mission under his new alias, Clem. Jin Urso having six different aliases. Kestrel Dawn, Tanith Ponta, Leanna Halleck, Lyra Ralic, Nari McVie, and Jin Dawn to hide her real identity from everyone, specifically for the Empire. General Hux aiding Poe, Finn, and Chewie's escape on the Steadfast in The Rise of Skywalker. And way too many more. I, like, there's so many different undercover missions. I, I'm like, I'm not even talking about Luthen and the partisans well, uh, and all those Ezra. people and all their you all their undercover missions. It's all the Jedi and Order sixty six. There's and all their literally yeah, tons of them. But if you could go on a classified mission undercover with a group, who would assist you and why? We'll start with Kells. I'm taking Rogue Squadron. <laughs> those are my homeboys. <laughs> all of them? Yeah. You can Full have squad. a Jedi, you can have a pilot, you can have a smuggler, you can... I'm just taking hey. all Rogue Squadron. <laughs> hey, hey! hey. An, an undercover mission with a bunch of T-65Bs? I don't know what? if that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> we got Wedge and Luke in there, it's fine. Kels Cal- is like, fuck it, I don't care, we're not going no, stealth. You, you, don't want, you don't want Quinlan Voss being... Okay, uh, well, the, 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 literally I'll him, him! With. It's an example of him, remember? He, t- he, he goes undercover with Dooku, I'm Admiral well, Enigma. I am well aware of what he does in Dark Disciple Char. 
So I mean, he's he's one of the purest examples of going undercover. I mean, okay, we'll take Quinlan there to like. And your relationship with Quinlan too. I mean, (laughs) Rogue Squadron plus Quinlan. (laughs) I would like to see that dynamic. (laughs) And and are we talking? Are we talking? uh, A new A New Hope, uh, Luke. Are we talking Empire Strikes Back, Luke? Empire. There. They are different. I think I, the the character, yeah. the, his character between those two movies, in particular, are vastly different. So Quinlan Empire with Luke, Empire Quinn... Luke semi kind of knows what he's doing. A New Hope, yeah. Luke, no, New Hope Luke is a little farm boy has no idea what's going on. Yeah, there's Quinlan no Boston Wedge Antilles. Oh my god! Oh I mean, god. I'm that could happen if you think about Ooh, it. It could happen wow. in canon. If that I mean... were to happen in canon, I would die. It, I would just pass it's away. Possible. It's, it's, it's definitely, possible. It's definitely possible if Quin- Quinlan yeah. lives that long. Quinlan's w- walking around in nine, nine, eight, nine BBY. Well, yeah. ABY. Yeah. As of right. I would just BBY. like for Star Wars. He's talking before. Oh, before. Talking about Kenobi. Because they keep yeah. they keep being like, oh yeah, he's out there. He didn't die, but we haven't seen him physically, and it's like, okay, y'all are just like edging me. And at it's this hurting point. your heart. That you, Let we, me we, see we're him. Not seeing him. <laughs> I, I, I know how, he's out there. <laughs> I, I love how everyone like collectively was like, Quinlan's gonna save Grogu, even though in Revenge of the Sith we're told he's not on Coruscant. Yeah, okay. Uh, Revenge of the, okay, that part of Revenge of the Sith I, I don't get. That's part of Legends. Is like that part when he was on Kashyyyk. Well, well, kind of. Pity. Well, they say well they say in the movie that okay, he, he, he's he moving yeah. his troops to Boss Pity, so he wasn't even on Kashyyyk. I don't know. At that point. I mean, in Legends, he died on Kashyyyk. Yeah. So. I don't, and Legends yeah, I don't know. is Legends for a legends reason. <laughs> yeah, Legends is Legends for a reason. But Yeah, so, Chase, who would you have as your Ooh, yeah, cover this partners? Is, this, this is going to be interesting to see who he chooses. I mean, what's the mission, right? Oh! <laughs> I'm like, what's oh, the mission? Here, here I'll, give you, I'll, give you a, I'll give you a format. Thrawn has an artifact okay. that leads to a location that has a bunch of money. Okay, that's well, that, 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 that was no. You could have gone the direction of uh, Thrawn has information on how or to find Palpatine in you, Exegol. You, or you could do something there. like they have an Imperial part that leads to XYZ. See, if Exegol's like, involved, that's when I'm getting Ochi in this. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> Quinlan Wedge and OG. That what a oh, tiny god. god. Chase, you don't necessarily need a scenario. You just need to find people that would get the job done, who you would trust, and who wouldn't, who wouldn't, get, you know, fall short like Hans. Like, you think I had a choice? <laughs> Let's see. Looking to give back this holiday season? Donate to the Army Historical Foundation. For 40 years, the Army Historical Foundation has ensured our nation never forgets the sacrifices of those who serve. As the Army's nonprofit partner, the Foundation constructed the National Museum of the United States Army. The Foundation's work also extends beyond the museum's walls, restoring artifacts, touring historic battlefields, and remembering all we owe to America's Army veterans. Donate today at ArmyHistory.org. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. 
In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. It'd be tricky because like you want it like, oh, like, so there's some good like ideas like Hera would be a good idea, but like everyone knows Hera and she's like a Twi'lek. Like you can't just bring her into like Imperial or First Order yeah. uh, places. So I would think, oh man, like if we're doing Thrawn, right? Like Cassian's dead. So I mean. No, mm, no, he doesn't die till zero. Yeah. So it's like after Thrawn. After I mean, <laughs> Cassie, this could be like Cassie this could be and like Jen are like B-Y. two like really good options for me. They are okay, uh, but it depends on when. Obviously, um, definitely want one, one if not both Cassie and Jen. Um. Kind of want Kino. Kino Loy. Yeah. Yeah. Like a a person that is like, if you get them on your side, like they're so like unwavering and loyalty Mm -hmm. and being on program. Um, On program. You you better hope that there's no (laughs) swimming involved. Yeah. Because he won't be very helpful. We didn't see him die. And there's no fall damage in Star Wars. (laughs) <laughs> there's no ball <laughs> damage uh, everyone just starts dragging him to the shore we, we know Kino's alive because he ends up becoming Snoke <laughs> <laughs> oh man um, I would I would I would bring my tried and true Erica Quell yeah like, I was gonna say I was for she, that one. yeah she knows everything uh, like, but she falls. She, I think she falls into like, because you would think like, oh, like Mon Mothma would be really good, but like just too recognizable. Oh fuck! No, no. you know he would need? not be Mon Mothma's oh. assistant, Sinjir Rathvelis. There you go. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was thinking about that, Kels. Actually, that's a good man, and he's really good at torturing people for information. Okay, yeah, I'm adding Sinjir to my squad. I mean, a good one too. Literally, a, a, a spy for the resistance. You need, you know, Vimerati. You know what I mean? From Black Spire. Yeah. Oh, Vi would be good. Yeah. So, Harith, what would your group look like? Okay, I had time to think about this. I got the dream team going. Is that right? We got some notable right. names and the ones names you already heard. So, we got Cassie and Andor. Oh, Bodie. <laughs> so. <laughs> Cassian Andor, Bodhi Rook, Quinlan Voss, and Luthen. Oh, wow. Mm. Mine still wins for most chaotic because no one knows what's going on. <laughs> Luke would be like, I want Obi Wan as Reiko Hardeen. I was actually going to go that route. <laughs> Believe me. Hey, hey, hey. I was. I was. Reiko Hardeen, uh, uh, Obi Wan. That's a good I'm one. I'm still, even as good as that is, that, that, that arc makes me mad. The yeah, same. because of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I fun agree. personal that, reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that arc oh. makes me mad just because of the technology and how it's never ever used again. It's Agreed. never used again. That's frustrating. That is very. And they could have had Anakin in on the whole thing the whole time. The he voice easily... emulator and yeah, they could have, yeah. but they didn't because they don't trust him. Which follows no, the... guys. Clone Wars. Clone Wars is flawless. There's nothing oh, wrong. No. There's nothing, oh, no. especially that droid oh, arc. No. That droid arc. Yeah, especially is that one in season. It's the only good five, part yeah. of the Clone Wars. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, I the encryption I, module. I would honestly. Oh, I I go R two. Okay, because he's useful. But honestly, this might be the. It, if I didn't choose R two, it'd be Chopper because then you could just paint him up just like they always do to infiltrate. Yeah, and then he'll oh, just I... angrily do everything for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot Cassian, Cassian, and um. Another going. Oh, Val. Val. She. Oh, they are <clears throat> such badass. This this may be a wild card for me. Okay. Um. Go. So I'm surprised none of you guys said this. K2SO. That's what oh, I was thinking. I, I was thinking it. it. Yeah, I, I just thought about it. About yeah, it. K2SO. Meber Gascon. Yes. Because of his Ooh, droid dynamic. That. Okay. And and wait for it. Okay. Tobias Beckett. Oh, you know what I need to... you so quick, bro. You know I need to see who. Interact, I know. <laughs> I, need to see Tob... I need to yeah. see Tobias Beckett and Luthen in a scene. But don't oh worry. if he gets in a hand, K two S O just congratulate him. No, no. What I need to see is I need to see Mieber and K two together. Well, do we know what happened to Mieber? Did he survive the Clone Wars? I don't know. Why don't you go find out? I think so. I think so. So that's Steven Stanton. Like I, I just want to hear K two talk back to Mieber. <laughs> Where's I, I want to see his his like foot come up and like threaten to squish him. <laughs> like one, like he just goes up to his ankle and he's just like. Uh... Cassian said, "I couldn't squish you." <laughs> I need whack forty seven on these pilot gears. Oh my god, that's a good one though. Those are all really. Good I mean, choices. also like, how you can't find them. Yeah, that's so true. Small, it's hard to see. I mean, he could he could literally. Uh, is he small enough to fit into K 2s head? Probably. No, he would just ride oh, on yeah. his shoulder. Yeah. Wait, yeah, like we were, Wait, how did I forget about this? <laughs> how did I forget about Babu Frick? Oh, Babu, my but, best but like, friend. But, but the Babu problem just is fixing stuff. Yeah, that's that's the problem. Like Bob, what's Babu gonna do? I don't know. Maybe he needs to fix something. Fix a yeah, droid. Geez. He's not Mieber Gaskell. He doesn't have that. You know that. You know. I mean. It, um. But. Fun entertainment. Plus, I just. I'm saying see Mieber Gaskell. I just want to gotta... see Ochi and Babu <laughs> interact with each other. Oh my oh, god! Wow. My two Rise of Skywalker funky guys. <laughs> that would I, I, I love how your dog's just laying yeah. back like that. He's, just... He's falling asleep right now. He's fine. Oh. <laughs> Bubba. But uh, Char, is the, that, that's it for lore? That is it. Wow. All right. Wow. Wow. Right. Now time. Let's wow. dive into the interconnectedness. Oh. <gasps> The Antilles and extraction. Oh, In my experience, there's no such thing as luck.
Okay. <laughs> what? The intro didn't play for me, so I was just staring <laughs> into the stream yard as I was muted. Played for, played for me. Well, I guess I'll just bring this home. Obviously, we know we're here for one reason and one reason only. Wedge Antilles. All right, let's just let's just get this fast. Because Luke already kind of hit on my on my question anyway, so let's just do Sorry. the same thing twice. <laughs> so, how does this episode deepen our understanding of Wedge Antilles and his role in Rebellion? Especially now with the context of other media such as Aftermath, the original trilogy, Resistance Reborn, The Rise of Skywalker. Did I just blow up that whole question? Yes, you did. You blew <laughs> it up. As per usual, Luke. Sorry. I really didn't mean to. But Wedge! <laughs> Go for it, Kels. We could just skip discussion and go straight to the brain. <laughs> There's no reason anymore. Why is my brain malfunctioning right now? Probably because I haven't had enough sleep. And oh, it's, good God. It's fine. Um, and I haven't started packing and I leave in three days. Um, <laughs> slightly stressed. Just slightly oh, stressed out. Is. I know. It's fine. I think... Um, um... I think for Wedge, like, I think it's, I think not, even not just for Wedge is what I meant to say. Seeing more and more people who have a background in the Empire um, and kind of like it, you know, Wedge, kind of like what I said earlier, it's like, hey, I just wanted something more. Like, not that he necessarily believed in the Empire, and I don't think a lot of people believed in the Empire, but it was just like, this is what what there was. And they wanted to live their lives and do what they wanted to do. And then it all kind of falls apart in front of them. And I think seeing more people like that, more stories like that. And then, cause we have lots of characters that start in the empire and leave and then what, and um, diving more into someone like wedge that we know that was like, yeah, I was part of the empire uh, and flying ties um, and then moved over. I think it's really cool. And then I think it's also cool that there was a group, not just him. It wasn't just like, well, Wedge felt weird about it. It was like, no, there's three like smart, talented people that were like, this is all wrong. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a really cool part of this episode. Do you think that that was because at that point we really hadn't seen that type of defection, right? In canon up until that point when this episode mm-hmm. was released? When did Lost, did, Stars, did Lost Stars, Stars come out before the season? Came yes. out. Yeah, because Lost Stars they... was part of the uh, Force Awakens. Thing. Okay, yeah, to the Force Awakens. It okay, was next to, it was Lost That's Stars right. Aftermath. Those were the two books that were released. Yeah, yeah. because I mean, we see we see Sinjir have to deal with the. Uh... Yeah, Aftermath also has an Imperial Defector. Yeah, yeah. Sinjir, yeah. my bestie, yeah. my little yeah. gay fruity man. Sinjir is like the way the way Sinjir's character arc through those three books. I feel like it's it's really well done. Yeah, because it's like they. Yeah, go ahead, Kels. Well, because like unlike Wedge and even Thane, like he joined the Empire because he did believe in it for a while, and like he was in the special case because he was he wasn't like go out in the field doing stuff and like flying Tie Fighters. He was the one that was interrogating people. He was an officer. His job was to if they found or thought they were going to be defectors, was he was going to start interrogating them. 
to give him information so they can find these defectors and stop them from defecting and like eliminating it. So he was like a terrible person. And so that's what he has to deal with in the rebellion. Like in the aftermath is him realizing I was a terrible, awful person. And like, I just, I don't know why any of you want me around and why you want to use my talents when I've like hurt so many people with it. On top of the fact that he was, you know, gay on top of all of it so he he doesn't have any like close relationship with anyone because he's like i was supposed to be ready to like betray anyone without a single thought yeah mm-hmm. yeah i'd like that in in i feel like those i feel like those characters are what we kind of need more in especially in like the mando part of the of of the saga you know what cool. i mean like i want to see more of those I... characters be like hey Here's what we're dealing like in like in Alphabet Squadron. We I was gonna say more of that. we see like, a lot of that. I actually do want to see more larger media touch on what Alphabet Squadron did with yes. the whole morality of defecting, who you were, why you defected, when you defected, especially the when part is the most important. Yeah. I mean, I think like with with Wedge, like defecting like before even anyone knows about the Death Star, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, yeah, like Wedge is a, a great person. There's no getting around it. It's just like a good person overall. Found himself wrapped up in the Empire and was like, whoops, big mistake. Time to go. Uh, whereas, yeah, people like Sinjar, people like Erica Quell, where it's like, you were after the second Death Star. And like, and I think I do. That's one thing that I think the Alpha Squadron trilogy does is they do not make you like, they make you like her as a person, but you're like, Mm, she sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of almost like I'm not to not to bring up Battlefront, but it's like what like Iden and Dell don't even defect until like they're still actively helping the it's when it starts to impact her personally. It goes to her home world and she's like, We're hurting the Empire citizens now. That's when she defects. Yeah, it's Operation Center. She's like, mm-hmm. this is not That's what she's what like, okay, the the um, like the Emperor's dead. I'm why are we following his why are we following his orders? And then Operation Center goes to her home planet and then she's like, actually, I'm out. Bye. Like I, I also kind of feel like Dell was more sus- more willing to move on after the de- the the second Death Star, but he was he was tagging along with Aiden because yeah. Because obviously they have the connection that we end up yeah. knowing I mean, I think, throughout the game. Yeah, I think another one is Sienna. Um, yeah. yeah. Like it takes yeah. the battle of Jakku. It takes Thane sacrificing yeah. his life and dragging her off of her ship when she was willing to sacrifice herself for her to like actually be like, wait, hold on. Like there's a whole moment in Lost Stars when after Endor she's injured and she goes, this is not the empire this was. But I'm I have power now. I'm going to stay loyal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, those are the stories that I feel like deserve screen time. Which is you know why I, I mean? also want I also want a Lost Star sequel to really explore Sienna's journey after that. Because, like, it ends on such an open-ended thing where, like, she's defected, but she hasn't fully yet. And I want to see, like, internally how she deals with that after yeah, Battle I love of those, I love those stories of when people are friends. And then they defect, and then they're now enemies. Very similar to like to Lost Stars, but with Giddy and Hask and Aiden. Oh, so Aiden joins the resistance, and Giddy yeah. is still he's he's an officer in the First Order. 
and how Gideon executes. Looking to give back this holiday season? Donate to the Army Historical Foundation. For 40 years, the Army Historical Foundation has ensured our nation never forgets the sacrifices of those who serve. As the Army's nonprofit partner, the Foundation constructed the National Museum of the United States Army. The Foundation's work also extends beyond the museum's walls, restoring artifacts, touring historic battlefields, and remembering all we owe to America's Army veterans. Donate today at ArmyHistory.org. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Delmico. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's rough. Yeah. Uh, I love, I love when during, like, there were, Ida was there right before the Battle of Starkiller Base. Mm-hmm. With her daughter. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was such a crazy moment just to be like, she's, like throughout all this time it's her being one of the most elite groups in the empire to defecting the empire and then to helping the resistance i I mean it's crazy yeah and then like we're so confident that he had inferno squadron he's like oh yeah yeah they're gonna kill the rebellion like there's no they have no shot yeah Yeah. he walks what are those I, i got inferno squadron they're gonna kick ass and kill everyone yeah, no, it, even not only that, is like she, I didn't left a mark on Leia. We're in Resistance Reborn. I like she's thinking about how like fierce Iden was as a warrior and how like important she was to the Resistance. And I'm like, you left a mark on Leia Organa of all people. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> Jesus, what the hell is that? Um. Uh. No. Like I said, I I want to see more of those interesting because I feel like, uh, especially on screen, we see the. I feel like Star Wars has a really hard time with the gray area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. We don't see a ton of gray area characters, unlike in in different mediums like The Last of Us, House of the Dragon, or like I feel like gray characters not gray jedi for the love you of god gray moral they're not, characters they're not yeah, real. Yeah, gray, yeah gray moral gray moral characters you know what i mean like we get a lot of that in these in this other external media and i feel like if you put like i'm not saying you just have to center a character but like having that idea on screen i feel will like make it more interesting for star wars and i feel like andor kind of touched on that a little bit yeah. In the season of Mando. The season yes. of Mando is definitely getting into that a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I that's yeah. But Char, you ready? I am ready. Three interesting facts about a certain rebels arc that you didn't know about until now. Part twenty eight, the Antilles Extraction Edition. Fact one, it was supposed to be Biggs. During early development, this episode was titled <laughs> Lighter, and dealt with the defection of Biggs Darklighter into the Rebel ranks. But timeline complications with Biggs established yeah. New Hope yeah. meant that Wedge was, a, was the better candidate. 
They really just went Luke's first boyfriend to Luke's second boyfriend. That's what they did. (laughs) Also, Star Wars explains screaming and you're like, yeah, no! (laughs) Fact two. True rebel heroes. Wedge Antilles and Derek Hobby Clivian are pilots seen in the original trilogy of Star Wars films. Sabine never learns Hobby's full name in the episode, hence the slight pause when she introduces him to Commander Sato. Fact three. Fulcrum's deeper link. Over a year before this episode aired, the idea that Wedge had some connection to Fulcrum was mentioned in the Star Wars novel Aftermath, released into September of 2015. Readers at the time understandably presumed it to be a reference to Ahsoka Tano, but this episode sheds more light on the nature of the Fulcrum alias. And there you have it. Those are the three interesting facts about the Antilles extraction. All right. Now. Yeah, so it was supposed to be Biggs. (laughs) Yeah, Biggs. Biggs would have been interesting though, but it does, it does make sense that they did have the timeline compli- compli- like complications because, obviously, with the deleted scene of him of of Biggs of, telling Luke of that he's Biggs and die. Wormy, yeah, yeah, she's like also one of the gayest things I've ever seen in my life. Have you seen? It? <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh like, my way, god! What, you, what Biggs is wearing there? I'm like, man. Oh, and the way that they're it. just leaning into each other, and I'm like. That, okay. <laughs> the deleted scene's great, but like I've seen like the original structure of a New Hope where it was gonna fall. It wouldn't have worked. It was terrible. Yeah. yeah. That deleted scene is probably one of the most interesting out of all the deleted scenes in Star Wars. It's great. With but Biggs, it's- Luke, Cammy, and Fixer. It's like how <laughs> Luke's just like he's wearing his helmet. He's wearing the the helmet that we <laughs> yeah. really see, and then he's just just thrown to the side. By Cammy, he's like, "Oh yeah, by Wormy." I'm like, <laughs> "She's like, mm. yeah." Uh, then we get to see that's her hero. Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, let's rank this episode. Uh, obviously, I think <laughs> I think I can probably guess the two guest p- picks here. <laughs> uh, Kelsko. It's very chef's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fair. Uh, Chase. I'm I'm also gonna go Grand Admiral, but not just because of Wedge. Okay. Uh, I I think kind of like I said, the parallels with Wedge and um um uh, Callus. Uh and I, I think just showing the deterioration of like Imperial morale even so early on is really interesting. And I think it's like stuff that really isn't you it's touched on with Callus for sure, uh throughout Rebels, but to see it in like other other aspects of other characters, especially a well-known and established character thing is great. I think the, I think even just like when you see the a wings being destroyed and then the cargo ship being destroyed uh, and you see like the, the, the pilot of the cargo ship being like, we're an unarmed ship. Don't fire upon us. And then it just explodes. Um, And then there, and then you see later on them doing training exercises um, uh, to do that, to train pilots to do that also is like, man, this is awful. Uh, so yeah, I think it's a great episode. I think it really does turn the empire into worse bad guys. Yeah, I, that that's that's a very 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 good point. I mean, we didn't even touch on that, and I feel feel bad that I like some of these questions, man. I just I, I focus on something and I just completely forget <laughs> everything else. So that's you, you hyper focus so hard on the question, you don't look three sentences down a dock and go, wait, this is kind of similar to this. Other no, I kind of screwed here. I'm not even gonna lie. I, I screwed the pooch on this one, guys. It's not bad. 
Uh, you wanna you wanna start it back? Uh, no, yeah, we, we could definitely that. run it back. We could do the whole no, we could do the whole no. fifty four minutes back. No, no, no. Uh, Harris, do you want me to shoot momentum down really fast? What? I said, you want me to shoot this momentum down really fast on the rankings? If you say oh, it's God. an exit, I will. Oh, oh no! Oh, no! Oh, no! No! Wow. No! I'm not that crazy. It's an admiral. Okay. Most rebel episodes are All really right. good. They're great. I wouldn't. There's like a few episodes I would put in that Grand Admiral like tier. And again, you'll see those episodes later on. You definitely know. You you definitely know what those episodes are. I just feel like this episode definitely. There's not that many episodes I wouldn't put below an admiral. Honestly, most of the. I think the lowest I'll ever go on a ranking is captain. I think there was one lieutenant I went on, but it was very early in season one. But like, yeah, I I think this is an admiral. I think it touches on really great themes, like things I love about Star Wars. But I don't think it, it's that Twilight of the Apprentice uh, type tier. That's fair. That's absolutely fair. Sharp? Uh, I'm going to give it an Admiral. Um, I think that the integration with Wedge and Hobby into the Rebellion is one of the most uh, important pieces of Star Wars in terms of the Rebellion's formation. And um, I don't know, I just love Sabine's character in this episode. I just really enjoyed her. Uh, so I'm going to give it an Admiral. I will also give it an admiral for everything that everybody said. Um, I uh, Sabine getting some more shine, getting to do a mission on her own uh, is big, and we didn't even talk about Sabine and her connection to the Empire. Man, I we really did we did though we one. actually did though we uh, did. a little bit, a little bit. Um, but it, it's it's a very important part of of telling. Uh, the story and I mean it, who doesn't love original trilogy backstories um, characters backstories you know what I mean like because I mm-hmm. mean Wedge we didn't really have anything uh, for backstory and he uh, has like less than two minutes of screen time yeah he yeah. Yeah. had like nine books <laughs> but like those are those are those, <laughs> those are, are all legends <laughs> so we got a trilogy of novel plus resistance reborn that's not nothing go read yeah. aftermath they slap exactly. You get, to, yes. you get to meet Wedge's very hot wife, by the way. So Nora, Nora! I'm in love I, with her. I can't wait to watch Return of the Jedi and be like, "Look, there's Nora." There's Nora's white wing. No, I do it every time, and I start crying. It's fine because <laughs> there's a yep. shot of Wedge's X-wing and her Y-wing together, and I'm like, "I'm gonna go slap in the corner now." <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I I enjoyed this episode. Uh, but with that, uh, we, that's going to be it for this episode, guys. Um, Kels, Chase, thank you for coming on. Really of appreciate course. you guys. Uh, Kels, where can the good people follow you on the social medias? The good people can follow me on TikTok at discount sounds of Stark and on Twitter and Instagram at sounds of Skywalkers. And I will be at celebration. And on Saturday, you can see me at five o'clock at the live stage, crying over Dennis Lawson walking on stage. So and OG and, and I will be OG on the Monday. So if you see an OG running around, that's 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 me. <laughs> and, and what about what about a certain other franchise that you do content for? Oh yeah, I also am on the Stark Sisters right now. We're almost done. We have like two episodes left. But of course, yeah. you know, release wise, we have a lot more. We're in like season three still. 
Yeah. But yep. but yeah. There you go. You can find you can you can find all of them on all of those and yeah. also check out Stark Stark Sisters. Uh Chase. Hi. Where can people <laughs> follow you? Hi. <laughs> Uh, you can follow me mostly on TikTok, uh, talking about Star Wars and Star Citizen. Uh, you could find me on your YouTube channel playing Jedi Fallen Order yesterday with Harith and Vale. Uh, that was fun. And then you can find me on Twitch at Forward Into the Black. Uh, I don't stream often, but I've slowly been doing it. I'm doing a loop around the galaxy in Elite Dangerous right now, which will take a couple months. But uh, yeah, that's where you can find me. There you go. There you go. Harith. People not necessarily bad or good can find me on Hair Productions on TikTok and Instagram, Hair underscore edits on Twitter. And of course, you're on Pod Ones. Just like Chase mentioned, you can watch Chase completely kick Bale and I's ass as in Fallen Order. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you guys hit the over on eight and a half and on eight hours, by the way. We did hit the over. But yeah, you definitely hit the over. I didn't. Chase didn't hit the over. Chase, <laughs> Chase, 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 is, Chase is a maniac. What was your final tally? 644. They finished the game in six hours. By the way, that, with, that is with Taryn Malathos, by the way. <laughs> Good God. They skipped the first half of that. Chase Dathomir, was preparing for this. And they skipped to... They <laughs> that skipped... is true. They were they were paying, yeah. preparing for this. They had been... What? You said that you had done 43 hours on the game in two weeks. <laughs> that's, not, that's not that much for but, speed. No. <laughs> Chase, literally, I'm shitting you not. <laughs> I'm shitting you not. Chase skipped the entire first section of Dathomir and skipped straight into Order 66. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, you guys gotta go check that out. It it's it was it was wild. I was there for two hours of it. So it And you can watch really me scream into ATST for an hour most of it. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was hard to watch. I'm not even gonna lie. That was really hard. Really hard to watch. Bill, Bill, Bill also gave up. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, if you guys had money on Chase winning, you would have paid. You would have cat. You would have paid I had out. Money. I didn't actually do it, but I in, in my I I had faith in them, and they they proved me right. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like there was no doubt. Like I had Chase down. Like if I had to choose anybody, it, it, it's them. Like they. Bale did give Chase a good run for their money for the most of it. It was just yes. that Dathomir section. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There no Zepho. Um, Bill got well, lost yeah. on Zepho and, and yeah. really screwed up on Zepho. And I was like, he just kept fighting everything. That uh, sounds like Bale. Yes. And, I was like, and no, Bale doesn't understand. Do it's a speed run. You have to run past everybody. Yeah. Bale, Bale, Bale. <laughs> I would say do Battlefront, but I can't play video games. I would make a fool of myself. I've never done the single player of Battlefront 2. The campaign's super short. It's like six hours. It's yeah, it's not very long. You could speed through that if you if you wanted to. It's not that hard, yeah. Yeah, But it's it's a little different to do that in a shooter, in a one person shooter. You know what I mean? Depends. Really? I mean, mm-hmm. speedruns started with first-person shooters. Did they? Started oh, well, I guess that makes sense. You don't necessarily have to kill every person. Yeah, they started with Quake. Interesting. QDQ, Quake done quick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Char, where's going to good people find you? Good people, you can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at charcharj, as spelled right here. And you can find me here at the Pod Ones podcast every Thursday night as we cover our Star Wars Rebels rewatch. 
Check us out next Thursday as we cover Season 3, Episode 5, Hera's Heroes. And you can find us at the Podwans on all social medias. Uh, if this is your first time seeing our content, welcome. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, hit the bell for notifications so that you never miss any of our uh, content. That's going to be it for this one. May the force be with you. Always. Look at the size of... Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus